0: All right, I am still at PAX and I am hanging out with the KO Kangaroo folks. So I've got here with me one of the attendants in the, the community managing side. And so, in, introduce yourself, please. Uh, Sean. Sean holiday, I do the community development. So it's my
1: job to talk to people like yourself, make sure people are aware of the game, happy with the game, post memes online. I'm not as talented as the people that are making it, but, you know, I still tell my mom it's a real job.
0: There's a lot of real jobs out there in the game industry. It's a lot of fun. But I was not aware of just the history that KO Kangaroo had. So can you tell me a little bit about how we went from players kind of just really wanting this and then going into this reboot? So the series has been around since 2001. Started on the Dreamcast and PC. And the
1: second one was on PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. The third one did not come out in North America. It was just PC exclusive. But you can get that now through zoomplatform.com or geg.com. Uh, we had a PSP game, which was kind of like uh, I guess a remake of the second one with some extra elements and multiplayer modes, and then a Game Boy Advance game, but we, we don't really talk about the Game Boy Advance game too much. And what happened was we finished our previous projects. You now we had the open trial series and Steel rats, and then we were looking around and thinking, well, you know, what's, what's next for us? And we saw that our community started a hashtag called Bring Back KeO. and we're like, okay. Let's see what's going on here. More and more people got involved. I'm like, all right, let, let's do that. Remastered the second one, put it on Steam for a very low price. We've given it away a few times as well. People jumped on it, really enjoyed it. So we started pre-production on the new one. We thought, all right, let's reboot the series. You know, Maybe the Western audiences will have a bit more interest in this. And as we were doing so, we saw the, the huge interest in Kickstarter 3D platformers, like Hat and Time, Ukulele. And we accelerated pre-production as it went on. We saw that the likes of you know, Crash Bandicoot came back, Spyro, other platformers. You know, there was a real interest there. So, like, okay, this is, this is good. This is good. So, that's when we really started nailing our concepts, ideas, and started freaking stuff out. A few years later, here we are.
0: Very cool. And it's coming to most platforms here very soon, uh, in May. 27th of May. So, not too long.
1: Revealed the release date a few days ago. I nearly did it by accident by posting a tweet with pictures of the booth with the release date on the, the screens. But I think every social media manager's had something close to that at some point. Yeah. But yeah, uh, physical and digital will be day one. Digital is going to be $30. Physical, no PC for physical in North America just yet. Maybe that'll change. We don't know. Uh, but Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation will be done by uh, in North America by limited run.
0: We talked a little bit about how nostalgia is really like a big factor i mean do you have any thoughts that kind of extends just how powerful this stuff is i mean we it ended up being a reboot but there's going to be interest right but how does that translate into like raw numbers well i mean as i said earlier you saw in kickstarter i mean around us we have
1: apogee apogee is a very very popular brand from the early 90s late 80s they've got a boomer shooter boomer shooter has been in the increase for the longest time. Larian at the front with Baldur's Gate, the Divinity series was some Kickstarter. You know, we we saw a a huge amount of interest grow around CRPGs, you know, so it wasn't too out of the realm of possibility or realism that other genres would have that, and here we are with this. In terms of how we see the numbers, I mean, if you look now, we've had queues pretty much all day. There's definitely interest in that. People were sad when Crash Bandicoot was kind of consumed by the Call of Duty machine, because that was a major blow to the 3D platformer space. And we're seeing the likes of Glover come back as well. If Glover can come back, then so so can we. So I think in general, there's just a lot of interest. A lot of interest. And we're trying to not capitalize on that, but be within that. We want to make this game something that new fans can enjoy as well as old fans it's it's really a case of blending nostalgia with something new because if it's just nostalgia you've already played it before it's not interesting so for us we're making a game that bridges that gap and i feel especially if you see some of the crowds that we've had we've had young old we've had families come in we've had kids playing together with their dads next to them and enjoying it and and to me that's something that we really wanted to do you know everything that we've kind of built and crafted was thought about it wasn't simply just a cash in we really want to add something to the genre something new
0: very cool thank you very much sean really appreciate your time today
1: not a problem thank you very much for playing thank you very much for coming hope you enjoyed the game and uh yeah we'll we'll see how this goes